What is up guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets. I am Coach Cheryl and I am here to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And we are in the middle of my bonus series talking about CrossFit, breaking it down, breaking it down, breaking down some things that are going to help you guys all learn how to progress a little bit better in CrossFit. And even if you've been doing CrossFit for a long time, um, how to maybe take a step back to take like five steps forward. And it's something that I think we all have to do at some point is realize, hey, maybe the way we've been doing things aren't really giving us the results that we want. And maybe we can take a look back at the beginning and the foundations and really kind of start to rebuild something. So if that's you or you're brand new, I'm hoping that you guys are getting value out of this series. And today's episode, well, let me recap a little bit about what I've already talked about. So episode one, um, and I did put the link to these in the show notes for you guys. Um, episode one, I broke down the foundation, understanding the importance of a solid nutrition program, uh, getting your lifestyle in check, making sure that you are sleeping well and able to recover from your workouts and really building the consistency in the gym is, is the most important thing. Consistency in the gym, not just with showing up, but with your movements. Episode two, I broke down the importance of understanding metabolic conditioning, talked a little bit about the different energy pathways, how to get the most out of your CrossFit classes in terms of the Metcons. And uh, episode three, I'm going to be adding on to that. And I'm going to be talking about gymnastics training. And let me just tell you that gymnastics is, I think it's my favorite part of CrossFit. I, I think it, and I think it comes down to the fact that I grew up uh, always wanting to be a gymnast. I wanted to get into gymnastics and uh, we just couldn't afford it as kids. I mean, I, I, you know, we weren't super wealthy and gymnastics is a very expensive sport, very demanding. Um, so I just never was able to do it. And as an adult, it's really cool to be able to master some gymnastics movements, even though it's kind of a bastardized gymnastics, it's still a ton of fun. But I want you guys to understand when I'm talking gymnastics, what I'm talking about is body weight training. I'm not just talking about the cool skills and, and the bar muscle ups and all that stuff. I'm going to get into that today, but you really want to master the foundation. And, and the main goal of putting gymnastics ahead of weightlifting right now is that you can learn how to control your body and space it's going to be that much easier for you to control external loads. If you can't control your spine in an air squat, you definitely should not be loading your spine with a back squat. You know, if you cannot hold, you know, if you can't hold yourself, you know, in a good push-up position, you know, you shouldn't probably be lifting a hump, whole bunch of weight over your head. There's a bunch of things that I can talk about with how, you know, building the foundational components of gymnastics will help you really progress more so in your weightlifting. And that's what I really want you guys to understand. Gymnastics is the next step up. It's the next layer of the, of the, of the hierarchy. Um, and I wasn't even anticipating this was going to be ending up uh, or end up being like more of a hierarchy, but it's kind of how it's turned out. Uh, and like I mentioned in my last episode, I want you guys to realize that none of these things are independent of each other. We're not, we're not only focusing on our engine and we're not only focusing on gymnastics. It's just understanding where, that where the layers come in. You should be seeing these components more frequently then you're seeing the ones that we haven't addressed yet. Okay. So gymnastics training, body weight training, as I already mentioned, we're looking to build some body awareness, learning how to move our body in space that so we can move external loads with better form. Um, the cool thing about gymnastics training is it's accessible. You can do it pretty much anywhere. So you're like, Oh, I can't get to the gym. I'm on vacation. Well, you can surely do some body weight training and get a really good, not only strength work on it, but also a conditioning work on it as well gymnastics training is very functional. You know, we have to be able to support our body when we're walking around, uh, when we're sitting on a toilet, you know, there's a lot of things that we need to be able to control our body weight and our movement with. So 
learning how to build workouts that are going to help you develop those skills is really, really important. And you want to make sure that your CrossFit classes are touching on these skills. You don't want to be cherry picking these things out of it. And I'm going to go into some of those higher level skills that people tend to be like, well, I can't do a bar muscle up and I can't do a ring muscle up. and I can't do a handstand push up. That's okay. That's not the goal of mastering gymnastics programming is to feel defeated every time you walk into the gym. It's to understand where you're at and, and where your potential could be and knowing how to modify things to get that same stimulus that we talked about in the engine piece to get the same, um, obviously the same result. So a few movements that I put down here that you guys have to understand. There's different, uh, obviously different planes we're moving in that you guys want to really understand mastering. And, and the first one I'm going to put is the air squat. Okay. You guys should all be developing the best air squat. In fact, if you've taken your level one uh, or you haven't taken your level one, get prepared because they will dissect your air squat. Air squat is such a good movement for you guys to understand uh, just how you, how aware you are of how your body moves. You know, are you able to keep your knees out? Are you able to keep a nice upright torso? You know, do you have the mobility to get into a deep squat? You know, all of those things matter so much. Developing an air squat, super underrated. Um, also a very difficult movement to, to master. It sounds crazy, but yes, you can really nitpick an air squat. And the better your air squats are, likely the better your back squats are going to be and your front squats are going to be and your overhead squats. Something that I really love to incorporate when I was a CrossFit coach was um, squat therapy. Uh, going up to a wall and learning how to get as upright as, as possible, getting as close to that wall as you can while maintaining your squat stance and, and slowly descending into a, a squat. I feel like I should probably put some demo videos up in, in my show notes as well for this. But the squat is a basic one. The next one I'm going to put down is, is push-ups. And I'm not just talking about basic push-ups. I'm really talking about any pushing movement. So like we got our regular push-ups, we got our handstand push-ups, we got our ring dips. I'm going to put those in this category as well. But those pushing positions, you know, we want to be able to push up out of a, of a push up. So you don't ever have to progress into a handstand push up, but you can find other ways to train vertical pressing positions, a box handstand push up, a pike push up. You want to be able to master different angles. That's going to develop your shoulders in different planes, also developing different muscles for those of you guys looking for aesthetics. So we want to master the push up and not just like I can do 100 really bad push ups, but I can do 10 really perfect push ups. Push-ups train not only your upper body, but it's really good core engagement. You're learning how to keep your body nice and tight, your glutes nice and tight, your legs nice and tight. So it is a full body movement. Death by push-ups. Go do that next time you're in a hotel. You'll get a good swole pump or a good pump, good swole, whatever. Yeah. Uh, next movement I'm going to put down here is lunging. And this goes along with squats, lunging, and, and I'm going to put pistol squats in this category as well. Um, so before you can do a single leg squat, you should probably be able to lunge. I'm not going to, I cannot tell you how many people I know that struggle uh, outside of the CrossFit realm with a simple lunge, a split squat, a, a step up. They don't have the single leg strength to do that and the awareness to do that, the core strength. So mastering your mm -hmm. single leg work is also going to be important. So learning how to get into a pistol squat eventually is something that you should master as a mobility piece. The other cool thing about these squat variations and lunge variations is you're less likely to, to be injury prone because you're not loading yourself out externally. You are using your body weight. And if you're doing them in with the proper mobility and the proper volume, you shouldn't be injuring your body. So I think a lot of people think that like pistol squats are bad for your knees. Well, if you've been, you know, obviously beating up your knees with other movements for years and years and years, 
And yeah, getting into the bottom of a squat hurts your knees. It's not the movement that's hurting it. It's likely the years of compounding stuff and pistol squats just really aggravate things. So we want to be able to move our body in those positions. So mastering the lunge, mastering the squats. Um, next one is pull-ups. Ladies, if you feel like you are never going to get a pull-up, you are never going to get a chest bar, you are never going to get a, a bar muscle up or a ring muscle, but I'm talking about all pulling variations here. Okay. You can, you are never too old to learn how to get a pull-up. In fact, I didn't have a pull-up until I was what, 24, 25 years old. And I knew I wanted one. I went to CrossFit. It was really cool watching all the girls do kipping pull-ups and I trained it and I finally figured out how to do it. And here I am later. It's one of my favorite movements. Um, but we should be mastering uh, pull-up pull -up variations. Like I mentioned, just with the push-ups, you don't ever have to do ring muscle-ups or bar muscle-ups, but you should be understanding the importance of how to pull and how to push. And there's plenty of modifications for that. So mastering your pull-up positions, um, ring rows, basics. Okay, so starting where you're at and building from there. Also, once you can do pull-ups, you can do butterfly and all those things, you should still be going back to the foundation. Don't neglect those those ring rows, those different pulling positions, you know, don't get stuck in one vertical plane, just like we don't get stuck in one horizontal plane with push-ups. You want to do the same thing with your pull-up positions. So we got squats, we've got the push-ups, we've got lunge variations, we've got pulling positions. Next thing I wrote down is handstands, going back to the upper body pressing. This can start with things as simple as plank holds. You don't have to get upside down just yet. Um, if you really want to never get upside down, you never really have to get upside down to develop that strength. Uh, but it is something that's really cool in CrossFit. And if you're looking to get better at CrossFit, mastering these things is going to help you. You don't have to avoid them. You just have to avoid trying to go from not having any, any confidence in yourself to being confident enough to kick up to a wall and hold your body weight up. Start with things like wall walks and, and maybe even starting with a box and walking your hands up the box or things like that. There's a ton of ways to progress in these movements. And it's also really important that when you guys are training these things, having a coach nearby can also help you. It's not, you know, you definitely should be looking in terms of if you're looking to get better at CrossFit, most gyms now offer a lot of one-on-one -on -one training, a lot of, you know, I want to call it quote unquote specialty classes or things where you can kind of develop things. Really a well-built CrossFit class should have a period of your CrossFit class where you are working on some of these skills before you get into the Metcon. It shouldn't be just throwing you guys into that thing. So there should be days built in where, hey, we're working on handstands today. And the more advanced athletes might be doing, you know, their thing and you might be working on the basic foundational stuff that should be part of the programming. The next thing I put on here is going to be a lot of your midline stuff. So your midline stuff is going to be like your L-sit holds, your toes to bar, sit-ups, GHG sit-ups even. Uh, plank holds can kind of fall into this as well. But we should be mastering our core strength and how our body can be supported by having a really strong core. This also includes our glutes as well. And I think a lot of people neglect the importance of things like arc holds or arch holds. Uh, in gymnastics training. We want to make sure we're developing that as well. The cool thing also about all of these gymnastics movements, guys, is that they all require full range of motion. And that also is going to help you develop your mobility. And I'm going to talk about why this is important uh, in a few minutes. Okay, so we've got our L-sit holds, our sit-ups, our toes to bar, all of those different things. Uh, the other movement I, I put on here, and I should definitely have put it with the pushing variations, y'all are going to love me for this one, is going to be the burpee. Okay. Yes, I know we love to hate them. 
No, you never have to do a burpee, but if you want to get good at CrossFit, you should probably get comfortable with burpees, plain and simple. Um, a lot of people like to say, you don't have to do burpees to be fit. You don't have to do burpees to be fit, but burpees are a part of CrossFit. You know, you never have to throw a basketball, but if you want to play basketball, you're going to have to learn how to throw a basketball. It's the same thing with burpees. It's, it's not that it's a bad movement. It's just that if you don't want to do it, you don't want to get good at CrossFit. If you want to get good at CrossFit, you're going to have to mask the burpee. And, and honestly, guys, burpees do train a lot of, you know, full body. It's a full body movement. It does train some things. It teaches you how to control your breathing. Uh, if you ever get anxious in a workout, uh, it also can teach you how to settle that anxiety because you have to learn how to pace yourself and you are in full control of how fast you do a burpee. Um, you know, so there's a lot of ways that we can use the burpee to transfer over into other things as well. And if you ever fall back down, fall down on the ground, you can burpee your way back up. Just saying. Now, when it comes to gymnastics movements, I want you guys to understand that there is a difference between developing strict strength and also skill kipping and those types of things. When we're training strict strength, uh, we are looking to develop the strength to support our body. Uh, this is also really good for tendon and ligament health. Um, a lot of those eccentric movement patterns, so like slow negative pull-ups, um, slow negative handstand press, uh, handstand push-ups, slow negative push-ups either even. There's so many ways we can develop our bodies um, and even holding at the top of a pull-up in those isometric holds. And that's going to help build our tendon and our ligament strength so that we can do a lot of those more um, dynamic movements, which is going to be the kipping ones. A lot of people like to jump right into the kipping stuff. It's fun. It's sexy. You, you feel good about being able to do 20 pull-ups unbroken. But if you can only do two or three strict, think about how much pressure you're putting on those joints if you don't have the, the strength to support them. So we want to also be developing that strict strength as well. You don't want to neglect the kipping skills if you are looking to get better at CrossFit, but understanding the importance of the foundation. Um, you want to work the basic feet kit, the, the forward and backward, the arch and hollow, those positions. The really cool thing about kipping guys is, you know, I think they're like, oh, kipping pull-ups is cheating. It's not cheating. It's a different stimulus. We're looking to build more muscular endurance. Like how many, you know, if you can do five strict pull-ups, but you can do 15 kipping, you're getting that much more muscular endurance. You're essentially taking some of the loading off of your body, off of your upper body. Uh, and it also teaches you a lot of coordination. You're learning how to move your hips and your shoulders together. You're learning how to, to create power out of your lower body to support your upper body. That's really cool and a really good neurological adaptation. So your brain is learning how to, how to function better. Um, now, when it comes to all of these movements, as I mentioned, I would talk about this later, is like, it's really important to understand how all of these movements are going to play such a huge factor into your development into weightlifting as well. And a lot of people don't understand that. And so when it comes to things like injury prevention and, um, you know, obviously sustainability, when we're lifting external loads, that is a lot of wear and tear on the body, especially if you're going heavy a lot, snatches, clean and jerks, squats, presses, deadlifts, all of those things. If you're lifting heavy, you're looking like you should be when there's heavy days, that's a lot to support. And if you can't get into positions very well, and you're compromising those positions with loading, you're more prone to injury. If you don't have the mobility to do an overhead squat, you likely should not be snatching. By mastering a lot of your foundational gymnastics movements, you will develop more of that mobility and that will help you in your weightlifting as well. So really mastering the gymnastics is going to be the key to getting better at the weightlifting stuff. In fact, if you haven't noticed, 
a lot of former gymnasts are also really good at the Olympic lifting and CrossFit. Why? Because they have such strong shoulders and so much power in their hips and such good body awareness that they can very easily connect that to a barbell. And if you want to get better at the barbell, master the gymnastics. All right. So recapping on episode three, keeping this one kind of short because there's not a lot to talk about it. I guess I could talk a little bit more about, um, hmm, I, I want to make sure I covered everything today. I feel like I did. I feel like I had something else on my mind that I didn't write down as I was talking about the different movements. Just want to make sure it doesn't come to my mind. You know, when you have that like brain fart, you're like, did I miss anything? Talked about the different movements, talked about strict versus kipping, talked about the transference into weightlifting, talked about it being accessible, talked about moving it sort of loads better. I think that's pretty much it. Last thing I'm going to say is I know that gymnastics can be very intimidating. It's like you feel like, oh, I know what I want to talk about. Last thing I want to talk about. All right. Take a sip of my coffee before this one. So a lot of you guys know that I had shoulder surgery earlier this year and I don't place blame on anybody else but myself, by the way. Um, and I don't even blame myself. I mean, I've been doing CrossFit competitively for 13 plus years and training volume for 13 plus years. Um, at some point there's going to be somewhere in here in the body when you're pushing that long. If I was only training one workout a day and just doing it for fitness, I probably would not have ever had to have shoulder surgery, but uh, why I'm talking about this is that it's really easy for people to get hung up on the high-level gymnastic skills, the ring muscle-ups, the bar muscle-ups, uh, the things that do require a ton of skill development. Uh, and what I find is that people start to compensate and use very poor movement patterns. I'm just going to name it what it is, the chicken wing muscle-up, all right? Guys, if you are doing chicken wing muscle-ups in your workouts, please stop, all right? Just please stop. They are not getting you any fitter. Getting your name and RX on the board for doing a chicken wing muscle-up is not helping you any. In fact, it's likely hurting you because most of the time when people do those chicken wing muscle-ups, they go home and they're like, God, my shoulder's bugging me. And then for like three or four days, they're like, I don't know why my shoulder hurts. And then it starts to feel better and then it starts to feel worse again, Okay. So don't get into that habit. It's okay to go say, oh, I was able to do one like that, but I shouldn't be doing one like that. Okay, there's plenty of ways to train those movements and get better at them without just continuing to do bad movement patterns. Continuing to do those movements wrong is not going to help you do them right. So um, I like using box bar muscle-ups, box ring muscle-ups. In fact, as I am recovering from my shoulder surgery, that is what I have started to incorporate into my training along with some strict strength as well. So don't get hung up in the sexy movements. Go back to the basics, learn the skills, and make sure that you're moving really, really well. This way you have longevity in the sport of CrossFit. So that was the only other thing that I wanted to talk about that I, I'm glad that I remembered that I wanted to mention today. So that's what I got for you guys on gymnastics. I'm looking forward to the next episode when we talk about weightlifting because we all love the barbell. Um, hey, guys. Hey, Bruce. Move light to move right. I love that, Robbie. Regress to you guys are on it tonight. Regress to progress, move light to move right. Those are both really good things. Hey, Bruce. Uh, I hope I will see some of you guys at the semifinals. Will any of you guys be at the semifinals this year? I will be there with Mr. Scott. No, 
A good PVC workout goes a long way for mobility too far. Oh, yes, it does, Robbie, for sure. Uh, if you've been to your level one, you know the power of that PVC pipe for sure. All right. Well, I'm going to call it here today, guys. Um, gymnastics, my favorite thing to do. Um, I'll be in Orlando on awesome, Robbie. I look forward to hopefully getting to meet you. Um, you live in London. Ooh, yeah, it's kind of a far drive. Uh, so, but guys, if you guys have any questions on anything CrossFit related while I'm doing this series, um, or you want to pick my brain on anything, uh, programming wise, you know, for yourself, uh, please let me know. I, I love talking about this kind of stuff. It's a little bit of a break for me from talking about nutrition. I am about to go do a live training in my Facebook group on nutrition that I missed on Friday or Wednesday. So, but, uh, if y'all need anything, you know where to find me, we are a weekend in my summer sprint talking about nutrition. What about, that's a good question. What about butterfly pull-ups? I'm scared to do them because of posterior rotator cuff issues. That is a great question, Robbie. What do I think about butterfly pull-ups? All right, here's my view on butterfly pull-ups, okay? Butterfly pull-ups are a really fun skill. They make doing pull-ups, they, they allow you to do more pull-ups faster, right? If you're doing butterfly pull-ups, I think it's like two times the speed of a kipping, which is like three times the speed of a strict. So I can do for every one strict pull-up, I can probably do three butterfly. Essentially, that's what you know, you're looking to get. Maybe two, maybe two and a half. I don't know. Um, when it comes to wear and tear on the shoulders, butterfly pull-ups are probably one of the most demanding on the shoulders. Why? Because every time you're coming to the bottom of that pull-up, you are putting a ton of load on the shoulder. Think about your body weight coming down with force probably looking at one and a half to two times your body weight on your shoulder. Now, if you've got a lot of mobility, so you work on your posterior capsule, uh, making sure that that's nice and loose, and you are keeping the volume to levels that your body can recover from, likely not a problem, along with how heavy you are. So I honestly, I'm going to be honest, guys, I know that people are like, oh, you don't have to get leaner to be good at gymnastics. If you're carrying extra body fat and you're trying to do butterfly pull-ups, not going to be great for the shoulder joints. I'm not saying you have to be 6% body fat, but you should be within a healthy range and just make sure that you're aware of that, that you don't want to be carrying around a whole bunch of extra body fat, trying to throw yourself up on the pull-up bar. It's not conducive for good shoulder health. Um, I think that for a lot of people, the kipping pull-up is a lot safer. Uh, and I think for, even for my clients, I don't recommend if their goal is just general fitness to incorporate butterfly pull-ups unless they do want to compete, because I do think that butterfly pull-ups are more of what I like to call a quote unquote gimmicky, uh, more of a compet competition speed related skill. Really cool to do. And I think that every once in a while you want to hit Fran with butterfly pull-ups, go for it. But I don't think that they need to be trained regularly to develop fitness. That's my opinion on butterfly pull-ups. Think about any other movements that I would say that. Same thing for me on uh, kipping, kipping handstand push-ups. I don't love kipping handstand push-ups. In fact, I don't really do them myself. Um, why? Because I think that strict handstand pushups are a lot more, uh, functional in terms of, I shouldn't say functional because it's really not, we're never really going to be in life. Like, Oh, let me stand on my head and do pressing. But, um, I just think that they're a lot more, it's a lot safer and, uh, you're going to get a lot more benefit from it than a kipping, kipping handstand pushups. I think put a lot, they don't have to put a lot of load on your, on your neck, but I think a lot of people, they crash down, they try and go fast. And I see this. So Here's a, here's the story is I remember I took a good three, three, six months off from doing any kipping handstand pushups and I was doing nothing but strict. 
And then I did this thing called the team series that they used to have a few years ago. And well, a few years ago, it was more like eight years ago. And, uh, I was the, one of the workouts was like a Diane workout with a team. You do like 50 deadlifts, 50 handstand pushups. And I was going to tag in and do all the handstand pushups. And I did 50 kipping handstand pushups, like super quick, man. I had whiplash. Like you would not believe for like three days because I hadn't done them in so long and all that like force on my head. Um, if you're looking to compete, yes, you're going to need to be able to do kipping handstand pushups, but it's not required for fitness. You can get really good. In fact, I've been doing a lot of box handstand pushups right now. It's very humbling how hard those are for me right now. It's kind of sucky, but you know, I did my, I actually did my first strict handstand pushup again on Wednesday and I was super scared to do it, but I'm just happy that I like sucked it up and I jumped upside down and did it. And I called it, okay, I can still do one. I could <laughs> not going to do more than that right now, but I will progress back into those pretty soon. Any other questions guys, before I head off? Nada. All right, kids. Well, if you need me, you know where to find me. Fit Body Secrets Facebook group, Instagram, at Cheryl Masso. Uh, email, Cheryl at my Fit Body RX. And I think that's pretty much the only place I live. Uh, talk to y'all soon.